Hey, it's JT. I'm coming to a city near you. And if you would love to have a Bulletproof for BJJ seminar, contact us. Reach out to me at JT at Bulletproof for BJJ.com and let me know. I will be in Europe, the UK, Brazil, United States and Canada after July this year. This is the world tour. This is the opportunity. We'll be doing mobility. We'll be doing strength work. It's the all-encompassing Bulletproof Seminar. So get in contact and it'll be great to meet you guys face-to-face. Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Hi guys, I'm JT. Hey guys, I'm Joey. What's up? And today we are talking small joint injuries and how to deal with them. Mm. Fingers, toes potentially wrists. We all know what it's like. You're grappling, you take a grip, someone breaks your grip, your finger gets caught in the gi, you know, you stub your toe, someone twists your foot. And the thing about the small joint injuries is they take ages. Uh, I recently have had some issues with this. Have you had issues with this, Joe, before? Yeah, heaps. i got a couple at the moment. One is my index finger, which was from Jits, mm. Kieran Lefebvre. Huh. Thank him for that. That guy. I was just trying to cross-face the shit out of him in side control. punching him in the throat and it hurt your <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, bro, why'd you do that to my finger? <laughs> no, side control. Yeah. Kind of uh, both both arms under. Yes. And had had this hand underneath and was just kind of holding him. It was, good. It was fine. But then he did the, he did the big, big bridge. Multiple bucks. Uh, and at one point my finger kind of extended out against his back and then he came down on top oh. of it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Um <laughs> But then the other one was when I fell off my skateboard while carrying kettlebells. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazing. Not a jiu-jitsu thing, but absolutely. Sa- that was savage. They've been sore and stiff for months. But you got cut with that one too, right? Yeah, it took off a lot of skin. Oh. But the longer, like that's healed. And now the longer lasting thing is the, the, joint. the joint and the bone. Yeah. Which is the same as my index finger. Like, and I've had it so many times over the years. Sure. Yeah. More recently for me, it was judo. My right hand grips, my strongest grip. And if I can get a good collar grip, usually no one's breaking it. Even even someone who's stronger than me. And I had the strong, like my strongest oh, grip. I can break it. I know you guys are wondering. It's not, it's I can break true. it. It's not true. I just, Joe doesn't train the same days as me anymore since uh, the last time we rolled. It's fine. I, I accept that. He's busy. He's a busy dad. Technique overcomes strength every day of the week, guys. Remember that. <laughs> All right. Any day of the week, operative word from Joe there being He's weak, but that's fine. It was a technique that I hadn't seen before. The, the guy, had his big brown belt, strong guy at judo, put his hand under my hand because you're not allowed to do two grip, two hand grip breaks anymore. You can only do one, which is hard. And then he just gave me this hardcore like palm strike, you know, like that, the dim muck. Mm, yeah. The, the break into the bricks. Yeah. Van Damme in uh, Bloodsport and he's got a, he breaks the bottom brick. Amazing. Bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he gave me the dim mark and my index finger, my middle finger and my ring finger all got caught in the lapel and semi-dislocated. Oh. Like 45 degrees. And we're in the middle of grappling and I just was like, uh, 
and fight, 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 snap them back into place. And since then, like all last week, I couldn't, I couldn't properly close my hand. Like couldn't pick up a bar, couldn't hold a bar to do a pull up. Like it was very confronting because I haven't had this small joint injury thing for ages. Like it's been years since I've had that issue. Um, specifically. And when it happens to you, if you've had your finger dislocated or you've broken a broken a big toe, you're like, wow, this is so disabling. Even your pinky toe. A friend of ours, Jess, Purple Ball Jess, she um, kicked her pinky toe on the coffee table and broke it. Oh, shit. And it's, you know, you're just not thinking, but you feel it every time you move. And here's the thing, guys. Oftentimes we do nothing. We think, oh, if I do nothing, it'll get better. The only problem with this is... Uh, you know, I've done a bit of research on this, read a bunch of literature. Uh, there's a critical point which you've got to get it moving again. And because if you don't, the joint will start to calcify and you get all these kind of adhesions and build up and then you've basically got claw hands yep. or like a you know, funky toe. Your hand's doing a gang sign, shuckers. That's no good. <laughs> so we're talking about how are we going to deal with that? You, your fingers are sore. Now – even though we've talked about this before about icing, all the literature, there's so much outdated stuff, it's just going, ice it. Now, part of the reason why they recommend icing is it just makes things feel better, like it numbs it. So if you've got this constant ache, it will take that away for a little while. But invariably, once joint warms up again and you start to try and move it again, the ache comes back. But the, the number one thing they're talking about is elevation to stop swelling. If you've got acute swelling, like you've dislocated one of your major joints and it's just fat, I don't know if you've ever had that where it gets twisted and your joint swells, you think, oh, God, that's gross. Elevation. Now, that can be hard to do if you're constantly using your hands or you're walking around, but elevation is the number one thing to reduce swelling, even though that we know that swelling is part of the you know, repair process. Elevation, we're talking about the, the injured area above the height of your heart. Yeah. Well, in, in the instance of, say, your leg, even if you're sitting down, put your foot up on a chair. Yeah. That's better than just having it straight down. Yeah. But the ideal would be like uh, lying down your back, and leg up. your and arm the, up. Yeah, yeah. Or having your leg up, as the case may be. Just on that, the ice is also good for getting rid of inflammation, is it not? Yeah, it, that's yeah, true. So it's got the pain, the pain killing effect in the yes. short term, but also good for getting the swelling out. Like something that I find, and like JT, we have spoken about it, ice has been shown to not necessarily be the best way forward in, mm. in assisting the recovery of an injury. However, my one counter to that that I often think is, is relevant to discuss is that sometimes what can make an injury hard for you to get over is the fact that the area is still swollen, particularly with a finger. Yeah. If it's really inflamed and you can't move it, yes. it's hard for you to restore function because you just can't move it. Yeah. So even though perhaps the ice thing may not be the best approach for some aspects of the, of the healing process, I do believe in the finger case, if it can reduce the inflammation and allow you to start to, to get some movement, yeah, then that, that's a huge benefit. Okay, so uh, just to add on to that, if you've hurt your hand and you haven't torn a ligament or if you've hurt your toe and your connective tissues are in place – anti-inflammatories and ice will help because ultimately the next step, and this is what I was going to talk about, is, is movement. So the, the downside generally relevant to using ice or using anti-inflammatories, if you have damaged ligaments, they slow the healing of the ligaments. Right. But if your connective tissues are in place and it's just joint inflammation and ultimately long-term rehab requires movement, what gets you moving sooner is possibly better. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physio, I can't tell you to, oh, go take this drug or X, Y, Z, wish I could. I definitely know that I had a recommendation from a physiotherapist friend of mine who said, look, your ligaments are intact. The sooner you get this thing moving, the sooner you're back to healing. So his recommendation was make sure you eat your food, but, you know, go for it. Take your anti-inflams, ice it up, get yourself moving. And this is the next step in the process, guys, which is massage and therapy. So if you can't move your hand yourself, like under your own volition, actually going to a hand therapist or a physiotherapist and getting them to massage it and stretch it and massage the hand and just get blood flow. Because that's the hardest thing. When you come to the hands and the feet, it's mainly connective tissue. There's not a lot of muscle there. And they just, it just doesn't get the blood flow. Mm. So if you can't move your hand comfortably, and I have a, I, I might have mentioned this before, good client of mine, Angus, yeah, he basically came off his bike and completely shattered both wrists and hands mm. and had to learn how to use his hands again. That's a bad day. Oh, terrible day. But he was getting therapy every single day so that he could actually have function. And funnily enough, after terrible 12 months, he actually got it back. But he attributes it solely to getting physiotherapy nearly every single day. We've got a friend, friend of my sister's, who has a brother, became a quadriplegic. Oh, guy had a no, terrible, terrible guy. experience, fell off a stool onto a ceramic floor. Oh, God. And um, quadriplegic was, Jeez. and it was like bound in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. However, his family, he's got amazing family, mum, dad, brother, and sister, all decided that they would essentially kind of sponsor one of his limbs each and they right. spent like I, th- I don't know how long it was it must have been months now it's maybe years of moving and massaging each of his limbs so oh. it's like i got the left arm i got the right arm oh, okay and he's actually regaining function wow and he's still stuck in a wheelchair but he can play like wheelchair golf and oh wow yeah like he, like it's 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 wild he's actually defied a lot of what they thought of neurological recovery wow that's incredible yeah but it's just that it's the it's the movement thing same deal on that say with my fingers with jujitsu right it's usually one finger that yep. you fuck up so you're like oh it's just that sore finger it's not enough for you to go well, i'm not going to train so you always kind of train through it a bit but the the massage that i like to do yep. i like to create space in the joint yep so i'll like not crack your knuckles in a in just like to get the crack but to try and to try and gap that joint and blood flow, yeah, yeah, just to open it up because often, like, say with what happened when I was with Kieran, yeah, it compressed the it finger, compressed. so it like bashes the two ends of like the two bones together. Yeah, so I'm just pulling it in the opposite direction to create space. But when I've got it gapped and open, I'll just go a little bit gentle side to side, a little wiggle, yeah, yeah, which can be gnarly, and I'll do it slowly, so I'm gapping and then moving. Yep. And then I'll also throw in some massage. Yep. And I'll be honest, it's really uncomfortable when you do that. Yeah. The tissues, like you were saying, like because there's such small ligaments and stuff, mm. they, they're kind of sharp when you feel yeah. like they're very painful. It is. But, it's, but you know, if you go through that and you do it and you spend sort of five minutes, it feels good again. It feels dramatically Yeah, and, and it will reset and you'll have to do it the next day. And, but I find that that process is really valuable. Definitely. And then the next step is... Uh, once you've restored movement, like you feel like you can fully close your hand or you can put that weight in your toes, depending on the situation, it's once you've restored normal, what we say, you know, in inverted commas, normal uh, function, light load. This doesn't mean just going back to jujitsu. I know we all just like, oh, I just do that thing where I tape my fingers together or I just mummify my foot in tape. You know, this, this is actually not the answer especially when it comes to, um, especially 
you know, hands, depending on your job, we all need our hands to function. Essentially, uh, light load is doing things like having your fingers in a rubber band and doing some light extension work. In the same way, you might have like a little squishy toy or a tennis ball. A tennis ball is good because it's a bit stronger and just practice doing a little bit of light squeezing. If you're getting acute joint pain doing that, imagine going back to jujitsu and like trying to grip the gear again. That's, yeah. that's not the best way to go about it. So this is where I was saying to Joe, you know, maybe as you get older, maybe you just become a no-gee guy. <laughs> stop gripping that gi. DCC looks all right. <laughs> stop, stop wrecking those fingers up. But uh, And then once we're getting back to that full function piece, actually doing some finger strengthening through not just flexion but also extension, this idea of opening out and taking a, like a little bit of load through the joint or calf raises, hopping, putting a little bit of load through the feet. Like we always advocate training barefoot. Yeah. But for the best part, most people train in gyms where you have to wear shoes. Yeah. Shoes is the rule. But spending some time barefoot and taking some load through your toes for proprioception is super key for your long-term longevity. Because if you've got a bad toe and you can't balance or you don't put your weight right, the chance of you falling over and doing a more serious injury is even higher. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, guys, small joint injuries, do not ignore them. This is, I think this no, is- the, do something. Do something because, yeah. like, it's not enough to just go, oh, it's just my pinky finger or, oh, it's just my little toe or whatever. It'll bug you for so long. I mean, I remember back in the day, was it Mark Philippousis? Yep. Famous Australian tennis player. Had to pull out of the Australian Open because he, like, stubbed his toe. Yeah. Or was it Leighton Hewitt? It was like they stubbed their toe, toe? and I think it was in the shower. Yeah. And couldn't play the fucking Australian Open. Open. And you're like, man, yeah. come on. What's wrong with you? But that's the reality of it. Like, you can get some really gnarly injuries and it's just to this one little area. And if you don't just address it and try and make it better, it'll just become that thing that's kind of constantly getting re-injured. Yes. And the beauty of it is, I would say definitely with the hands, is that you, you've always got them close by. Yep. So you can, you know, I can be massaging my finger right now while we're working. I can be squeezing on it, like starting to, you know, get a bit of strength back in there. Maybe the feet's a little bit different, but do that work. Definitely. All right, guys, thank you. Now, if you do get an injury, we always recommend that you go and see a physiotherapist first. Mm. That is absolutely the number one thing you have to do before you do anything else but then if you want help from there come and speak to the bulletproof of bjj boys Shit. oh my god <laughs> guys you can support us in a couple of ways one if you want help with your training jump on our program we'll teach you how to get strong teach you how to get mobile bulletproof of bjj.com take a free trial you can see it all there if you're not into the training piece you just love the show we are now on patreon so you can jump over to our patreon page we've got a few different tiers to choose from and you can support us through that and it means that, you know, maybe once a month, JT and I can share a bowl of acai Ooh. in your name and we would love you for it. I'm Thank you very good. much. Thank you. See you guys. Thank you.